Hello, friends. Welcome to That's Pretty Woo. Conversations about life, beauty, and magic. Because talking it out makes us all more connected. We're your hosts, Jordan Medina and Kayleen Seuss, two friends navigating the balance between making time for our work and passions while trying to be present in everyday life as mothers, partners, and citizens of the universe. Okay, let's chat. We're getting woo-woo with gratitude and appreciation in today's episode. There's a new moon today, and here in America, Thanksgiving is in a few days. Kayleen, let's start super basic. Can you give us a definition of gratitude? I sure can. And of course, you know that I Googled it. So the definition of gratitude is the quality of being thankful, a readiness to show appreciation for and to return kindness. So I think gratitude is like pretty hot. It's a hot topic. Like not in terms of like contentious, but like everybody talks about gratitude. Like it's like this like easy solution for all of your pain and ails. Do you think that that's true? I think this, I think sometimes like if you, if you get into like a deep enough funk or, you know, it's hard because I'm not somebody, especially for like psychological mental health, like who doesn't advocate for like the use of drugs. Like I think like if your brain chemistry is off or if you're like really can't get out of bed every day, like gratitude maybe. I think it's good in correlation with some other things. Like I don't think it's necessarily going to pull you out of like a deep depression. But I think that if, I think occasionally we can get caught up in a loop of only looking at like the negative things that happen in a day. Mm -hmm. And it's a perspective shift immediately because it's sort of, I think it takes you up the emotional scale, which Mm -hmm. we've talked about before in other episodes about like, you know, if you're lowest on the scale, you may be in like despair Mm -hmm. or, and I think gratitude can kind of shift you up the emotional scale pretty quickly because you're immediately aligning yourself with the positive, which, you know, I think in terms of like manifestation, that's a good thing to do. Mm -hmm. And so I, I love a gratitude practice because I will say like on days when I do a gratitude practice, which for me, that means like journaling, writing down things I feel grateful for, I feel better or even like Nathan and I have a habit of when we're in a good way, like um, right before bed, it'll be like, okay, what three things happened today that you're like thankful for? And you guys do that. Yeah, I I do that. Cause I'll be like, tell me a story. He's like, I have no stories. I'm like, tell me a secret. (laughs) He's like, if I have secrets, we're in trouble. One night he was like, I'm gay. And we laughed. (laughs) He's not not gay. He just doesn't have any secrets. Um, And so he's like, so he'll do the three things that he's grateful for. Most of the time it's like wilder things, you know? Um, yeah. And sometimes I'll say, instead of like, what are you grateful for? Like, what what are your three favorite things that Wilder did today? Because we just think he's so funny. But it's a good, it's a funny shift because immediately you feel like better, more connected and you're able to kind of see the better things. Whereas like, it's easy, like if you have a bad day, it's easy to get caught up in like, oh my gosh, like I ran late for work and this client was a jerk to me Mm -hmm. and I did this. Mm -hmm. But then it's like, it's a perspective shift because then you could also be like, you know, I'm not, I didn't wake up in a war-torn country. Like Mm -hmm. I didn't wake up. And, and, you know, I think this is where it gets dicey. Yeah, I mean, that example, the war-torn country, (laughs) that's a pretty, that's a dicey example. Uh, The reason, (laughs) I I think this is where it gets dicey. You just made me nervous. I think this is where it gets dicey. I don't want to be one of those people. And I think it's important for nobody to be those people that dismiss somebody else's problems because they're not as bad as somebody else's. So yeah, I mean, those like you can't compare one person's problems to another's. I don't think you're that kind of person. I'm not. I'm not that kind of person because I'm I'm aware of this and I've definitely had it done to me though, where it's like, well, you, you know, where, where, 
But that's that person's problem. When somebody's like that. Sure, but it's like, you know, when somebody's like, okay, for instance, I had a really rough pregnancy, you know, that no one can say I didn't because I did. Like, you know, every day for nine months, multiple times a day, hospitalized, all these things. However, I know people who much worse has happened to during pregnancy. Sure. But you can't compare those two things. So I think like that's where kind of like the whole notion of like, be grateful because this didn't happen to you. Yeah. I don't think that that's right. No, you know, because I think, I, and, but I also think that's really not gratitude. If you like peel back the layers, yeah. I don't think that's an actual I think that you're expression right. of I gratitude. I think that you're right. Gratitude's like, what is, what is happening right now? Where are you or what has happened in your life that you feel grateful for? That's what I, yes. how and I, I interpret And I think it. that it is like still a good, it, if you are in a funk and you know, you're working to get out of it. I do think it's a good practice to develop for yourself to mm-hmm. be not, not to be like, I should be so grateful in comparison to X because no. I, this hasn't happened in my life, but what do I have in my life that I should be grateful for? Yeah. Because the example that you just gave of like, Oh, cause this isn't happening. That is taking your, drawing your attention towards something that you don't want to happen as opposed to drawing your attention towards something that you are truly appreciative for. Well, I mean, I think, like if I'm like, oh, I'm so glad that I didn't get in a wreck yeah. on the way over here, <laughs> that's just bringing attention to car accidents. Which, right. But if I almost get in a wreck <laughs> right. and then I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so thankful that I looked up when I did, or I'm so glad that that other person was paying attention and slammed on their brakes because I wasn't paying attention, that like that's an expression of gratitude that feels like positive right for me right I think I mean I think gratitude in and of itself is a please drive safe everyone positive practice (laughs) (laughs) and I think that I think the issue I'm I think I find with it sometimes is that like if somebody's in that kind of a, a state of mind it's hard to see like what what do I have to be grateful for and I think that's where it's like sometimes it is important to kind of get some perspective and be like but I do have so you know if you have your health and you have like opportunity to change something that you don't like, or you have, you know, sometimes that's as much as you need to be grateful for. And that can shift you. And and this is more speaking like to if you're in a real funk. Yeah, I think that that's like that can really help you. And that's what I that's what I think people are referring to as the catch all of like an anxiety reducer. But I do think there's something to be said about it's it's that thing about focus. If you're focused on again, all the minutiae that's bothering you of the day, Mm -hmm. it's easy to get down and be like, ugh. Woof. Whereas if you focus on the things that are good, mm-hmm. you're going to naturally attract more of that. You know, it's sort of that law of attraction thing. It's like yeah. you're focusing on the good. You're going to feel good. You're yeah. in a positive state. You're going to bring more good in. Yeah. And it kind of is, it kind of sucks sometimes that it works like that, but it does. It <laughs> yeah. just does. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. That, and I mean, it, and also, even if it didn't work like that, which it does, taking a moment to like breathe deep and think about where, wherever you are, whatever's happening, what are, what are the two or three things that like feel okay? I think that that's sort of where some of it can get muddy is like, it isn't always reaching for this like glimmering, you know, amazing thing. It's like, okay, well, in, in the middle of a tantrum when my kid is freaking out and there's toys everywhere and, stuff is out of control. Like what, what is the thing that I can like be grateful for? (laughs) You know, those are, that's like a challenge for me, but it, maybe it isn't like, Oh, well they're healthy. Like it could just be like, okay, well we're all here and he's not, you know, 
he's like, he's fine at this moment. Like, it's not like this, like big, it's just, it doesn't doesn't happen. My dad used to always tell us, well, you you didn't get eaten today. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's kind of like my dad says something similar where he's like, you know, for every birthday that comes up and he's like, I'm so grateful for another year above ground. And that's such a silly thing, but it is kind of a good perspective because I think that's a great example. Like we get hung up on another year on the books and we're aging and what have I done with my life? And like, I'm here and I want to be here. And I think it's easy to get that mentality going. And then if you have the, the gratitude of like, just happy to be here, like another year where I get to experience this life, like, you know, I can make, I think my favorite gratitude is just the gratitude for the opportunity to change. Mm. That's like one of my favorite things because, you know, as you know, I love a challenge. Uh, I love to set myself up a goal and I don't always accomplish them. And sometimes I do, but I love the, it's sort of that blank notebook mentality. And Mm -hmm. I love the idea that I have the the possibility. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that's the thing I'm always most grateful for is like, okay, today wasn't spectacular. I didn't do spectacular. It wasn't my best but I have the opportunity to change that tomorrow. And mm-hmm. that's like one of my favorites. Like whenever I'm doing a gratitude journal, almost always that one winds up on the list, which mm-hmm. tells you I have a lot of days where I don't do my best. But yeah. I like I like being grateful for the for the potential. Yeah. You know, and I think that's such yeah. a cool... And that feels very like easy and free like that. And I think that's like whatever I'm... When I'm trying to reach for gratitude, it's like what is the the thing that gives me like that easy and, and peaceful and, and free feeling just like takes a little bit of the burden off. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I like that. What about, do you have, do you maintain a gratitude practice when everything's smooth sailing and things are good? Or do you find that you reach for it more when, when you're in a more challenging time? Well, now that I have that lavender book, which is like a little daily journal and it has a gratitude prompt on there, I find that it's a really simple thing to fill out. And I like keeping it daily. I also have a client friend, Lindsay Ronga, who like, she speaks frequently about having a gratitude journal. She just spoke at the uh, National Eating Disorder Awareness Walk in Austin. She Mm. did a phenomenal job. And a lot of what she spoke to was about waking up every day and having gratitude and writing your gratitudes and also writing things in the present as if they were, have already happened and being grateful right. for them, yeah. which I loved what she said. It just really resonated with me. And I think that I think that maybe in the past, there's, of course, when we're smooth sailing, it's sort of like the same, it's sort of like therapy. You go to therapy when you're like in a- When you need help. When you need help. Yeah. And then you get to a really good place and you're like, I'm good. But unfortunately, it doesn't work like that because things are going to come back in. You're going to feel bad again. I mean, life happens to us and sometimes, you know, we mm-hmm. don't always have complete control over- external factors or things that go on or how you, what you can control is how you handle them. And I think it's easy to only reach for the tools when you feel like you need them. Mm-hmm. Whereas it's probably, of course, it's probably better to just maintain the therapy or maintain all of those things so that you don't get, so that you can, or you're more well-equipped to handle it in the first place. So mm-hmm. I feel gratitude practice could probably be the same way. It may not be necessarily something you reach for on a day when, everything's going great. Yeah. Well, I mean, right now with it being like Thanksgiving season and all of that. So, I mean, 
do you have like a practice of saying like what you're thankful for at the Thanksgiving table? Yeah, usually yeah. somebody will ask like go around and say and I always feel like I've got to think of a... Do you get this, nervous? I get a little nervous <laughs> and I feel like put on the spot. It's like my family. But I mean, it's like Thanksgiving uh, every year somebody does that. That's so true. <laughs> and someday you're going to be that. Like, Oh you gosh, know? for sure. <laughs> I love Thanksgiving as, you know, Thanksgiving has its own dicey cultural sure. situation, you know, for the, for the U.S. Yeah. But I think that what I do like about Thanksgiving is the expression of gratitude and the idea of family and really like I love the food aspect. Of course, I love the food aspect. Um, <laughs> I love the food aspect and just like that alone can make you feel grateful. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, just a full belly full yeah. of good stuff. But I... I don't know. Like what's your, what's y'all's Thanksgiving practice? Well, Adam and I, it's like Thanksgiving is his favorite holiday. And so it's like a big deal for him when we first started dating. I was a vegetarian for five years when we first started dating. And so he was like, well, you know, Thanksgiving's my, my favorite holiday. And I really want you to, to make Thanksgiving with me. And so we cooked a full Thanksgiving meal for the two of us. And that was, we had been dating for just a few months at that point. His grandma like had sent a recipe card with her recipe for deviled eggs and mashed potatoes. These are not things you need a recipe for. And they certainly, the proportions were not correct in the recipe. (laughs) We needed so much more mayonnaise for the deviled eggs and way more butter for the the mashed potatoes. But that, the ritual of like cooking together Mm -hmm. and spending the day together and just like, creating our own traditions so many years ago is that's like our, our favorite, one of our favorite things to do together. And our anniversary is in the same week as Thanksgiving and Thanksgiving rotates, you know, it's late this year and right. it'll be even later next year. I think I was looking at the count. That's crazy. Like I was looking at, I Googled like, this year. yeah. And I think next year it's, it might be on the 29th, I want to say, because it's leap year next year. Mm. Um, but anyways, so yeah, I mean, we don't have we. I don't think that we've ever done that at bedtime, like when we're going to bed. Like, what are you grateful for? And and I mean, I think, well, I'm sure we talk about gratitude, but maybe it's a little less planned. Yeah. Um, but Thanksgiving's always just been ours, and so now having kids, we we do the turkey trots, and that is a huge like experience here in Austin. I think it's the largest turkey trot in Texas and hopefully it'll be beautiful weather. And, you know, it's just nice to like be out in humanity, Mm -hmm. bright and shiny morning. It's crisp. It's cool. It's like a one mile fun run with the kids. So we like just walk. Um, But I like being out in the world on Thanksgiving. It's kind of nice to like be Mm. with people and you know, obviously like there's a lot of, there's often like drama with families and all of that. So it's nice that it's just us. It can be easy. Yeah. Um, cooking with two little ones, I'm a little bit nervous about, but I think the point of the day for us is just to enjoy being with family mm-hmm. and not have like the everyday routine to deal with as much. So I'm sure we'll go around the table and talk about what we're grateful for. I imagine Owen will say something about dinosaurs or something. But, you know, it's gratitude's a, a, a funny thing because 
if there, you can have a gratitude journal, you can have these like big parts. It can be like a really big thing, but it also could just be this like tiny little thing that you thread throughout your day. And mm-hmm. that's when I'm like cognizant of that. That's my favorite way to practice gratitude. I think you're right. And I think that that's the one that can be easily missed is, you know, a lot of times it's just like acknowledging other people and, mm-hmm. and being grateful, like in the moment, expressing gratitude, I think yeah. is something sometimes people struggle with. Like, and I think that, I mean, I think people, I think we all struggle with expressing. I and so I do too. sometimes we have a thought, a compliment will pop into our head and we won't say it. Uh-huh. I know that happens to me. My grandma told me one time, a long time ago, if you think something nice about somebody, you say, say it. it. That's like a rule. You do that. And I mean, so the same thing is true with gratitude. Like sometimes I'll be like brushing my teeth and I'll be wanting to know like, well, what should I do with my mind while I'm brushing my teeth? Especially if I'm trying not to be on my phone or whatever. And so then I'll think like, okay, well, maybe I can do a body scan and I can think about like my body through a lens of like appreciation. And so there's things like that where sometimes I'll find myself thinking, what should I do with my brain? And... uh, gratitude and appreciation is a great thing to give your brain right. to do. Our brains like having like little tasks and things. Of so course. Um, instead of thinking through my to-do list or thinking through like all the things I didn't get done that day, like w- those are the times when I really like to give my brain something to chew on that's like a bit, it feels better. So mm-hmm. like, well, so what are the things today that you appreciate? Who do you appreciate? What are the things? And like you said, how can I future cast myself out into what's going to happen and come at it from a place of appreciation and abundance? Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't always think to do that. You know, it's funny because I had a day not that long ago where I went to work and, you know, even like going, this is, I mean, a great example is like what you just said about we don't always express our gratitude for things. And I think sometimes, or we don't always express. And really a lot of times a compliment is a gratitude, mm-hmm. you know? And I think like, that's mm-hmm. a great, that's a great gratitude practice that you're right. Like, don't you feel so much better when you acknowledge people more? Like I always feel better when I have a really polite interaction with the person serving my picnic coffee. And we kind of like, yeah, you know, it feels good to be nice. It feels good to be nice. <laughs> Especially and, if it's coming from an authentic place. And, but that's kind of what gratitude can be yeah. is, it puts you in that nicer. And I think that's the shift is like, yeah, that's a vibration. It puts you in an acknowledgement mindset. Yeah. And when you're acknowledging other people, you're naturally going to feel more connected. You're naturally going to feel more aligned mm-hmm. because you're acknowledging others, which I think sometimes when we get caught in our like negative loop feed feedback loop. So you just need a way out. It's a way like out. You, it's like a life it's the, preserver. It's a life preserver. Yeah. And I, I really believe that. So I think that's what people are like. Rachel Hollis is a huge advocate. And I know since then, like a ton of people have come out and said that they're, you know, about the gratitude list and shifting your mind. And mm-hmm. you, it's she, her whole thing is she says you can't be anxious and you know, grateful at the same time. Oh, interesting. And I'm not sure, but I, I kind of maybe <laughs> like, agree. Like, because maybe I'll try that sometime. That's Well, that's yeah. kind of what, it what started it. it because yeah. it's like, well, it is really hard to feel really upset about X when you feel really grateful about Y. Yeah. So it's like you write that list and it does, it does shift you. But again, I think that's not an answer for like, you know, I think that when I say it's not like the life preserver, if you're in like a really deep, dark place, like I've been there and I like, that's a different thing. And maybe that requires something. Maybe that requires a therapist or maybe yeah. that requires something else. Yeah. Um, so I don't want to like use gratitude as like the catch all to save your life. 
However, I think if it's just your general day to day, it's a much better way to live. I mean, and we all forget to do it is the crazy part. Mm -hmm. Like I had a week a few weeks ago again, where I was like reminding myself, like give a compliment today, like really focus on the person serving your coffee and respond to them and be like kind to them, ask them a question. How's your day? And, Mm -hmm. um, and I think those are, that is a gratitude practice. So Mm -hmm. I think that you're right about it's not just like this thing you write in the morning or a thing you do before you go to bed at night, although those are nice practices as well. Mm-hmm. But I think sometimes it's like throughout your day, carrying it with you. Yeah. Yeah, totally. What do you have any other like practices or rituals that kind of help you drop into gratitude? I feel like cooking is a good one, a mm-hmm. good example, because oh. I'm such a foodie person and I think so much about food. So I think when I'm like excited to eat something, I really do feel grateful. Mm -hmm. And I think I feel like, like so stoked on the meal. I think that's like a good gratitude practice, which is, I think why it's such a big part of Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. But I don't know, like if I have just, I I mean, that's a lot that I kind of do. What about you? Yeah. With food, I might've mentioned this in in another episode, but sometimes I think about like all of the people and things that played a role in getting that meal to my table. Mm -hmm. And it like blows my mind immediately. And I think that's what, I mean, I think that's what you were mentioning earlier. It's just sometimes bringing attention to what you appreciate helps you find the thread of connection between you and the universe and you and other people and you and the system called life that we're all a part of. And we're always reaching for connection and feeling less alone. And Mm -hmm. so, yeah, having a full belly with good food always, it also like makes you feel good. Food is such an interesting one too, because I think a lot about like, I just listened to a Dave Asprey episode that featured John Mackey, who's the founder of Whole Foods. And Mm -hmm. they were kind of debating like a whole foods plant-based diet versus the high fat diet, which is sort of uh, Dave Asprey and then kind of the trend of the current day. And they were talking about like the science that backs everything up. And Dave Asprey was basically saying that the high fat diet is a bit of an experiment. But the reason it's never been able to be done before was because historically people couldn't afford that food. And, and didn't it, have access to it's it. It's crazy to think it's so interesting to me that that's like, I mean, this is the pendulum's kind of swung in this conversation, but like the just go with <laughs> just it, go with it. Um, stay with us. It's, it's Thanksgiving. It's week, Thanksgiving so week. We're so, thinking about it's, food. It's crazy to think how far we've come with the reason Thanksgiving was such a big deal. I think of like little women or something where they have this like huge spread, which they end up giving away anyway. Sorry to spoiler. Um, I haven't read it. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't really spoil the whole book for you. Don't worry. But it's this, it's, it was this practice that was like this one thing once a year where you had this, this feast and those were special occasions. And I think, I think it's easy for every day to be a special occasion these days. Like even what I'm talking about, I'm like, I feel grateful every time I cook because I'm excited about my meal. Yeah. I mean, I think, did they talk about how everybody was intermittent fasting back then? It wasn't even a thing, but everybody was. They were. It was like, they were literally eating like lentils and like they were plant, whole foods plant-based and then occasional bouts of fat when like they got their you know, Thanksgiving feast. Yeah. And it's so interesting because like now, and that was Dave Asprey was basically talking like the reason the science doesn't exist is, and we don't know and all of this stuff is because it's never been done because people didn't have the access to it, yeah. to fat yeah. the way we do now. Even avocados, like that was, you had to live in a very specific place. <laughs> right. Like yeah. that wasn't something that just anybody could go to the store and get. Yeah. And so it didn't even occur to me, but then I was like, oh yeah, everybody was just like chilling on lentils and mm-hmm. you know. I don't know. It was interesting. very interesting. Yeah. Oh, I, I think I want to listen to that episode. We'll definitely include that in the show notes on the website. Yeah. For me, I think in terms of rituals and practices, I think that 
the the little moments every day, the giving my brain a project, journaling, those are kind of the the biggest things that are a gratitude practice for me. The other thing I like to do is consume content that ha- from people who value that. So anything Oprah does is going to have huge threads and messages of gratitude. Gabby Bernstein. Mm-hmm. There's so many teachers who Jensen are- Jensen Shero. Most people that we've mentioned here. Yeah. Value that. I know that Jess Lively's podcast we've talked about quite a bit. She did a whole series of episodes and I'll link to them in the show notes because they're really good. She did a whole episode on like why- using the word appreciate and appreciation is a higher vibration than gratitude, which I thought was really interesting. And I still didn't like uh, go for it enough to be like, hey, let's do an episode on appreciation. Cause I feel like with gratitude, it's like a easier to interpret word. Like Mm -hmm. everybody talks about gratitude, but her thesis on that was that with appreciation, you are, are, you're looking at it as like an equal. Whereas with gratitude, sometimes you're like looking up like, Oh, thank you so much for doing that for me, sir. And it's Mm. like this thing where you're like beholden to somebody from a place of gratitude. Whereas like appreciation is like the, 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 just like a genuine thank you and appreciate. And it kind of is just semantics. I was about to say, it's semantics. But that stuff matters, I think. And it, it also is like how you interpret it. It's how it. you interpret it. Because I, I can't say that I feel so different about that. I do see what but you're saying try though. It on. I do see what you're saying though about like how potentially, there probably are a lot of people like, I know for Thanksgiving specifically, it's easy, especially Mom's if your family are religious yeah. or different or things. Or even just like, I was in the kitchen yeah. all day. Like, you better be grateful for this meal. <laughs> like, um, a few mothers have said that before. Right. Or grandmothers. And, and or you could just be like, you know, I really want you to appreciate this meal. It's like a different, it's a little bit of a different vibe. Though I will say, it might depend on where you are from in the country, because I had never heard people use the word appreciate so much until I moved to North Carolina. And then all of a sudden, everybody was saying, I appreciate you. And I was like, what? Uh, what? Yeah, like, in my head, I'm like, that's a pretty common word. Is it not everywhere? I, I guess just, I feel like I, maybe it's a Southern thing. Maybe it's a Southern thing. Huh. I just remember hearing when I first moved from California to North Carolina, I remember hearing people say appreciate. That's so true. Actually, it's like shortened where I'm from. So be like, appreciate appreciate you. Appreciate you. Yeah. That's what people say when you leave a store. Mm-hmm. You're so right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so funny. And they wouldn't say like, oh, I'm so grateful for you. So yeah. it might be where you're from. It might be huh. your vocabulary, but it's a it's a worthwhile listen because again, even if you're like not in a vibe where you're feeling super appreciative or grateful, consuming content around the topic will just like gently bubble you up. It really does. It really does. I mean, a great example of that is Gabby Bernstein's most recent book Mm -hmm. because I definitely felt like there, I mean, I think there's a whole chapter on gratitude and how it shifts you and how it can make, it can move you up the emotional scale, which she also refers to. Great book. Yeah. And I, I, that just really hit home for me because it does, it just, it does move you up the emotional scale because even if you're not, stoked on X that happened, you know, you can get to a place where you feel better yeah. because you can, you may not move, you might move to complacency 
Yeah, that's but the thing. it's okay. I think that's the the disconnect sometimes, especially if you're just having a rough time. You almost, I almost feel like I'm like stuck in mud, and mm-hmm. so it's like, well, how am I going to get out of this? And so it isn't that it just like snaps you out. Yeah, you're not like dancing da, in the da, da, da. in the gold paved streets no. when you practice gratitude. Not for me. You're at just least. maybe maybe a little bit fur- an inch further out of the mud. Yeah, and I think that's you're right. That's the disconnect. It's like this this gratitude practice isn't necessarily going to like save your life. But what it is going to do is like move you up out of where you are. Yeah. Uh, Because I think it kind of also... It gives you like a buoyancy in the mud. Especially that (laughs) idea, because I think we're goal... People are goal oriented. And I think a lot of times when you're in like a low state, you maybe you feel like you've lost sight of that. Mm. You don't have clarity or direction on like where you want to go. And I think that puts people into a funk more often than not. I think that that when we lose direction, it's sort of the same way if you've ever watched The Dog Whisperer. No. Okay. You've never watched The Dog Whisperer? Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, if you. I mean, maybe like. Basically, Caesar, is it Caesar Milano? Caesar Milano takes, you know, like a dog that's having anxiety that's feeling bad about itself and one of his big tricks is that he puts a backpack on the dog and the reason is because it gives the dog a purpose and it makes the it helps the dog feel better Mm -hmm. it moves him up his little doggy emotional scale and Mm -hmm. nathan and i always refer to this (laughs) and and like like as a per like with people we're like they need their backpack you know you you do (laughs) you need your backpack and i think the idea of having that gratitude for the potential to change yeah that alone can be putting the backpack on. That's your thing. That That's the backpack. Yeah. It, yeah. it is. But I think for a lot of people, that yeah. could be it because it's like mm-hmm. one of the things that I think people get more most lost in is, is that sometimes. Just that feeling of like, I think when I feel the worst because, you know, I, I can say my basic needs are met. Mm-hmm. And... Everything else really, sh- while it should just be icing on the cake, sometimes it doesn't feel that way because you want to have this grand purpose in your life and mm-hmm. this deeper meaning. And I think when I feel the worst is when I lose sight of that, when I'm like, what is the meaning? Like, what is the deeper meaning? And, oh, and I mean, that's, I get that way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think especially if you have like a spiritual practice or do anything like this, like, there's days where it's like you're pulling cards and you're like, means nothing. Like, just throw <laughs> it away. You know, it just doesn't resonate and you can't, you just aren't tapped in. You're not yeah. connected. Yeah. And so I think the idea of gratitude in that instance is a, is a way to make you feel more connected because it gives yeah. you a bit of a purpose. Yeah. Ground. I mean, it's grounding. It's like, it, it kind of gives you like a touch point to reality, touch point to potential, a touch point to like what yes. matters. So yeah, all of that resonates. And I think it's just one of those things where we all, I always reach for like wanting to have like all the most amazing days and da, 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 da. But I mean, sometimes it's really basic. Like all my needs are met today. Yeah. And I didn't get eaten and I'm in my bed and it's cozy. You know, there's, and, and I'm going to say something too, and it's going to be controversial. Ooh. It's okay to have a day yeah. where you don't feel grateful for anything. Yeah, it's yeah, okay yeah. to have a bad day or years. Like, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's all okay. Yeah. And it's all part of your experience. And I, I personally don't believe that we're meant to have like 
I think that we can have it all be easy and fun and amazing. But I think that if we all did that all the time, things would be a little boring uh-huh. around here. And I think that the contrast is here for a reason. And okay, imagine that everything was super easy breezy. We would we would find other things to have to be drama because we love drama. Drama and that, is that's what people do. Texture, yes, that's what people do. Yes, yeah. So. There's plenty of circumstances we've all faced in our lives where, like you said, all my basic needs are met. I had a pretty good day, but like it still feels like I don't have a purpose in life. And it, that's the drama. It's your, you it's your brain drama. literally like, yeah. what, <laughs> you're what not, can we create? You're not striving hard enough. What's your legacy? It's <laughs> <laughs> like, today I'm just going to go to bed. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I have another kind of fun gratitude practice that I've started doing. Uh, I guess it was like Five or so years ago, Adam and I um, planned a, a big trip to Europe. And it was the first time that we had traveled like abroad together. And it was the first time I had ever gotten a stamp in my passport. I had been to Mexico with my family, but I had never left the country as an adult. And we used... TripAdvisor and Yelp reviews like it was our job. I mean, we scoured the internet to find all the restaurants and all the hotspots and read tons of forums. And we were just like so obsessed with curating this experience. I mean, you can imagine Adam and I had spreadsheets and Google Docs. And in that, I realized the value that I placed on other people's reviews. Wow. Of those things. So true. I mean, if you're like, I'm not going to buy that unless I've read 10 good reviews. When's the last time you wrote a review? Oh my God. And you know, I am that person who, uh, like, I'm I'm so quick at scouring those reviews. I know how to read Amazon. I have like a I have like Amazon review hacks. Like I know who's <laughs> the best reviewers and you're so right because I don't pay that forward. And that's actually, I'm, my job is dependent yes. upon people's word of mouth and reviews. I was actually going to ask you if there was a place where I could leave you a review. Yeah, you can, uh, you know, I have like a testimonials on my website. Oh. I, I will say I've been burned a little bit with Yelp because there's times where there, just as there's people who express the gratitude sure. and that's wonderful. There's also people in this world, sadly, who want free things and yeah. who, you know, I've, I've seen, it's not necessarily happened directly to me, but I've seen some things happen that were pretty dicey that of give course. me pause to use it, even though I but use Yelp. When you, but like, if I read that and I read a bad, re- okay. When you, when I would look at apartment reviews, cause I moved a few times when I was living in apartments and you read the reviews and all apartments have bad reviews. Yeah all, everybody hates their cell phone company. Everybody hates their cable provider. Like everybody's got bad stuff to say about everybody. But when I read an apartment review and it's bad, I just usually like skip over it. You take the highlights and you're like, okay, next. So I, I, as a business owner, like I would just maybe invite you to like not worry about that yeah. as much because people are people are people and everybody there's going to be a mix but yeah I mean I have like a testimonials portion on my website but I don't necessarily have a place for like for people to submit them like continuously and I think that that would be a benefit I think there's a way I can do it through my booking system or like Google I think square booking I can do oh, okay. it um, oh yeah 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 because you know, then it would like show up on the sidebar or whatever yes yeah that would I think that would be good and and so I'm telling you this because when we launched the podcast, I became so thirsty for podcasts. You're right. And I thought so much more about it. I was like refreshing all the time. And thank you to everybody who has left us a review. This isn't really the point of the story, but I decided to like 
take myself out of that hungry despair of <laughs> and start writing Paying reviews it forward. of podcasts that I like to listen to. That's what to I've been doing too. And of books on Audible. So now like I just finished Gabby Bernstein's book. I posted a review on Goodreads, on Audible. Like I just, and you can copy and paste that stuff. And it's you know just what? a few sentences. I'm going to do that. Yeah. Because when you finish reading something. Well, even this year, like I've read, I haven't totaled them up yet but I've read a lot of books and I was Why thinking- Why don't you use Goodreads to okay, keep track? Okay, I'm inspired to, you got me Thank re-inspired you. after our fiction episode because yeah. now I'm back into fiction too. So I have been like um, reading more reviews to, to get me into the next books and stuff. So I started dabbling yeah. back in yeah. and I'm like, you know, this would be a cool way to like track the books I've read. I mean, Audible's great because I can see what I've read. Sure. Um, and it's I not an either or, it's an and. It's an and. Yeah. And so <laughs> I like the idea of using that now. So I think that's something that maybe before the, end of the year. Maybe we'll, maybe I'll do it for the, you know, after the reflection episode. Um, but I think that that would be a good thing to do was is because I also feel really like I actually feel a lot of gratitude to all the people of the books I've read. Like uh, there's so much like, these are our teachers. Yes. Oh my gosh. Like, especially the fiction stuff. Like, you know, after we read, after we did the fiction episode and I like got so into the Harry Potter (laughs) and then I started thinking so much about you have, say you're JK Rowling and you have this series and people are so hungry for it for years. Can you imagine the unfathomable pressure of keeping up with mm. your series? Like it absolutely blew my mind. Yeah. So the fact that she was able to like not have a nervous breakdown, finish the books, <laughs> yeah. like I just have so much, A, immense respect for that, but also as a fan and a reader, gratitude because I get this like beautiful finished piece of work that is so fun that will like remain something like that I, you know, maybe read yearly, like forever because it was such a fun, um, just uplifting touches your soul kind of a thing to do. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, having, you're right. Like reviews, that is such a great example of gratitude. And especially like you go places all the time, like you know, I'm sure especially pe- places you go like, like picnic. picnic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Picnic yeah. is a great example of somewhere that like I should have there should be a review mm-hmm. that I've written on all of their stuff. So yes. I do think that that's maybe maybe like once a week. That it's can like be a I think of burn. places I've been yes. and I just yeah. but that that might be a great way to like a great thing to add to a practice mm-hmm. is like, okay, well weekly I need to spend like 30 minutes Right. It doesn't take any time, honestly, to write some reviews yeah. for places I've been that I really enjoyed because it is paying it forward and it makes you feel good and yeah, it I probably mean, makes next them time feel you're great. Waiting for them to make your butter coffee, just I, pop on. I and will write say one. this: I actually did just have something like this happen okay. where I took, um, I got invited to an Orbe class. We just got Orbe at our salon, salon which is so it's fun. Like a line of and hair products. Orbe is a, a really super high end line of hair products named for uh, its creator, Orbe, who passed away this past year. But he did basically like a French style of hair. He's Cuban, but he did like a French style of hairdressing and really brought like hairdressing back to the forefront in terms of like what you see at like the Oscars, the Met Gala, like, you know, like Fashion Week. He just did really elaborate, beautiful, structured work. And it really is inspiring. And the classes are hard to get into when it comes to doing a hands-on styling class. And so Sunday night, I ended up getting this like last minute chance to go to an Orbe class. And it was taught by this man, Adam Livermore, who came, he does like fashion week in New York. And he, um, he does like editorial styling. His work is beautiful. And 
I, you know, I kind of went in with like, you never know what you're going to get, especially like I got in this last minute invite yeah. and I don't know what this is going to be. And this class was so inspiring. And not only that, at one point, this is not a hands-on class. Usually hands-on classes for hairstylists are quite expensive because mm-hmm. you're getting actual to physically work. And that is, it's a step up in your learning, obviously. Mm-hmm. But he was like doing all these styling, showing us these different techniques. And he's like, does anybody want to try? And so I, of course, like pop up and I get to try and I realize right away that like what he's doing is harder than it looks, but mm-hmm. like, it's a great opportunity. And he let me get up every single time and practice along with like whoever wanted to, which wasn't everybody in the room, but was a lot of people. And he didn't have to do that. I'm sure it was above his pay grade, you know, to do that for this event. And it was so, it was just such an inspiring, he was such a great teacher. And so I kept thinking about it and I was like, you know, he had said like, connect with me on Instagram, but I'm not on Instagram currently. But I was like, you know what? Like, this is how I can connect with him. And I really wanted him to know how much it meant to me that he he did all that. Like it really did. It meant something to me. And so I pop, I re-downloaded the app. I popped in. I said, hey, I'm not on Instagram right now, but I just wanted to pop on here because I felt so inspired by your class yesterday. I appreciated so much that you let it be hands-on, even though that was not something you had to do. And, you know, if you ever come back to Austin or if I get an opportunity to come to New York, would love to take a class with you again. You're a phenomenal teacher. Thanks. It took one second. Mm -hmm. I immediately deleted back Instagram. Goodbye. But you know, (laughs) it was, it was worth doing. And it made me, it's like, I don't even know, has he responded or, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't matter because I just wanted to put that out there because sometimes people don't get thanked for what they do. It doesn't matter either if they get a 500 thank yous. It's still, here's also a controversial thing. It makes you feel good. It It doesn't matter. It It really doesn't matter how he feels. It really doesn't because you're not responsible responsible for his feelings. Right. It makes you feel good. It makes feel you good. feel good. So practicing gratitude makes you feel good. Being and grateful for other people, it makes you feel good. That, and that's the only thing. It's not thing. about making other no. people feel good. You're right. That's yeah. why That's why it works, people. Yeah. I'm like discovering more and more about why it works just having this conversation <laughs> because it's so true. Yeah. It makes you feel good. Yeah. And if uh, it's the only thing everybody d- did in life was like make sure that they were okay and that they felt good, then they could show up better for other people. So it does benefit other people right. for sure. But what if what if he misread your DM and was like, oh God, like what if there was a typo or something that yeah. like upset him? That doesn't matter because it made you feel good. Yeah. And that's what the matter, <laughs> that's what matters. So yeah, I mean, I think, is it selfish to practice gratitude? Yes. And yeah. is that good? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because we just need to take better care of ourselves. I think I do. I don't need to say. Oh you, yeah. Gratitude you, is a yeah. phenomenal, you know, there's it's all, self-care. there's all the drama about self-care this year because it was like, <laughs> I think like 2018 was like the year of self-care mm-hmm. and people like started being like self-care Sunday and all this stuff. And then 2019 was the inevitable backlash of that. And it was like, uh, face mask is not self-care. Therapy is self-care. Guess what? It's Whatever all. you want to yeah. be self-care is self-care. <laughs> it is about caring about yourself. Yeah. So why are we so worried about how other people practice yeah. self-care? Stop caring like, about other yeah, people's self-care. Let people live. Let people live. <laughs> and so I think, but I do think gratitude is a, if you want to care for yourself, easy. it's cheap and easy. Yeah. It's free. Yeah. Like, yeah. And that's, <laughs> I think that might be part of the backlash is some things that were like, paraded around as 
as self-care is expensive. It was stuff. marketing. Yeah. For, it became marketing for everybody, you know, like we're going to. It's also like, okay, because we're going to get upset about the marketing machine no matter what. Uh, agreed. But self-care is actually a relatively positive thing True. that we can have, we can get around. And so is it, is it bad that there's more face masks at Target? I don't think so. Like I'm not, I'm not mad about that. That's great. And there's more journals, like, you know. Lots more journals. Yeah. Get your journal, get your face mask on. Yeah. There's, Do it together. There are gratitude journals that are so specific. They lay out like gratitude one mm-hmm. and it lines beneath them. So it's like, you yeah. have every opportunity to do this. And I do appreciate that this has become more mainstream. Totally. And, like, shouldn't we be thrilled that this, like anybody who it's has a, any, it's way more what accessible. do you have bad to say about yeah. gratitude? Well, who, if you're doing it, you're reaching <laughs> like truly <laughs> if, if you're reaching. If well, you're, science hasn't been shown that it, that, oh wait, maybe it has. People have done research on this stuff and it is good for you. So yeah, I guess you can't really say anything bad about gratitude. I don't think we well, should. Wait, I know that you can because I saw it written down here. Oh yeah, I the do spelling. Have, a, I have a beef with gratitude. <laughs> Why is it spelled G-R-A-T-E-F-U-L and not great? G-R-E-A-T-F-A-F-U-L? Why? Did I do that wrong? You just no, looked at me. You funny. did it right. I'm, I'm okay. reading. I'm reading uh, the word gratitude, and I'm like, "There's no e," in the, and I'm like, uh, "Now grateful. I'm understanding." Grateful. Yeah, grateful is spelled wrong in my mind. It's great and it's full. Maybe there should be an extra L. Yeah, everybody's gonna be misspelling grateful now because of it. But yeah, that's my one. It's your one gripe. It's just it's unfortunate because every time I go to write grateful, I'm so grateful for X Y Z. I spell it wrong. Um, but now that I've outed myself, I probably will get it right. So that's good. I did want to talk about like the dark things and shadow and the bad stuff because we had an episode about that. And since doing that, I have found a lot more appreciation and gratitude for the spectrum of experiences yeah. in my life. And I think I always have held on to that. I, I also think that through gratitude, we can kind of rewrite our story with the time and space between us, Mm -hmm. things that were really bad and that we really were upset about in the moment, which doesn't take away from that feeling ever. Right. I think with some perspective and some life experience, we can look back on that and say, okay, that was really bad, but X, Y, Z came out of it or I learned how to navigate and I'm really proud of myself for that. And I'm really grateful for how I handled that. Or I'm, I didn't like how I handled that. And I'm really grateful that I learned to do it differently next time. And so sometimes it's nice to be able to look back. I think you're so right. You know, we did the manifestation episode and I think that's the one I've thought the most about since mm-hmm. we did it. And mm-hmm. I think we've discussed the most probably between you and I yeah. since doing it yeah. because I think we did have a different viewpoint on like what, how you manifest the bad stuff into your life or whether it just stuff just kind of happens. But I think the point, I think this episode made me realize while, while that may be a dicier subject for us, there is a point where we agree on, which mm-hmm. is that it's, it's not always about where it came from and how it happened to you because either it way, did. D- does it matter? Yeah, does no. it matter? Right. The, the, the thing is, how do you get out of it? Mm-hmm. How do you get yourself out of it? And I think that's where the perspective shift is important. And I think that's where gratitude can help us because mm-hmm. it moves us out of the bad a lot easier. So it's not always about how, the how or why things happen to you. Mm-hmm. It's about how do you handle them? Mm-hmm. And I think that that's where we really agree. And I think mm-hmm. that this gave me a lot of reflection on that because I was like, oh, you know what? 
that's a silly argument to have Mm because it doesn't really, or not argument, but it doesn't matter. Like it just does. It's kind of a moot point (laughs) where it came from. Yeah. What's the point? You know, that's like, that's already happened. So how do you get out of it? And how, and I think that we're both so alike in that way where we really, we both like are championing ourselves and trying to lift ourselves out of anything bad that happens. And Mm -hmm. I think that's at the end of the day, and I can't say I always do it. That's not true. Um, you know, there's definitely times where you get caught in the muck and the mire, the shadow. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I think that, I think that this is something to cultivate so that you spend less time in that. Yeah, totally. Well, I think that's a good place to stop. Sounds good to me. Okay. Well, friends, we really appreciate you and we're grateful for you. We hope you can feel our good vibes and love for you through listening to this podcast because we definitely have them. Let us know how you practice gratitude and one thing you're grateful for, we'd love to know. Yes, please join us next week for the first episode in December. We're welcoming the last month of 2019 with a special episode on bodies, which we are super grateful for. Bye. Bye. Thank you, friends, for listening. Please connect with us at thatsprettywoo.com and on Instagram at thatsprettywoo. Make sure you subscribe to catch next week's episode and share our pod with anyone you know who's into stuff. That's That's Pretty pretty woo. Woo.